Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Market View on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Chua Tian with your Market View. It's all about private equity real estate investments today. Now, Japan has been named by a number of analysts we spoke to on the show as a market to enter thanks to its ultra easy monetary policy. But for how long will lower interest rates last, especially with uh, Tokyo's inflation growing at the fastest pace in 40 years in November? And how investors have turned to private markets to shield themselves from volatilities in public assets. How would this change as we head into the new year? Now, for more, we are joined by Peter Yang, CEO and co-founder at Co-Investment Partners. Hi, Peter. How are you? Hi, good. Thank you, Tian Tian. How are you? Great and great to have you on the show as well. So, Peter, maybe let's start with the bigger picture, right? You're a firm that invests in overseas multifamily housing and purpose-built student accommodation.、Uh, for the March of 2022, were there any markets that stood out to you as being resistant to economic headwinds? Yeah.、Uh, thank you, Tian Tian, for the question.、Um, look, 2022, as we know,、uh, it was a trans-、uh, transformational、uh, year for many investors. It's The year that we came out of the pandemic,、um, and obviously the macro、um, interest rates and inflationary pressures. As a firm, I think we observed、uh, two main markets that we thought were very favourable.、Uh, these were Japan、uh, and the UK.、Um, so I think if I if I start with Japan to start with,、uh, Japan is, is is a market that we've observed for, for many many years as being very resilient. It's a country market where、um, if the global markets are volatile. Uh, it is a safe haven.、Um, now, I think if we dig a bit uh, further, uh, as a firm that invests in in real estate, we obviously have to look at what are the fundamental drivers that drive a particular real estate、uh, asset class.、Um, so, in 2022, we invested in a portfolio of Japan multifamily housing assets.、Um, in fact, we invested in、uh, in these assets、uh, during the time that Japan was very much in in, in lockdown. Uh, which, with the benefit of hindsight, we saw quite a bit of value、um, because essentially、uh, many investors couldn't invest in Japan because of the lockdown. So I think、um, you know, obviously, Japan as a country market is attractive. What we had to observe was obviously to kind of dig a bit further to understand what drove a particular asset class.、Uh, and in Japan, multifamily housing, it really is about、uh, providing、uh, rental housing to the working masses in the big urban cities. Uh, of Japan,、uh, which include Tokyo, Osaka, Nagoya, Fukuoka. So, in, in Japan, as as many of us uh, know, uh, it, historically,、uh, we know Japan to be an aging population, a decreasing population. But actually, in these urban cities,、um, uh, there's in fact a net、uh, population growth in these major cities of about one to one and a half percent per annum. So. Um, we found a great market where、uh, volatile markets、uh, we could cater for uh, residential housing uh, uh, in Japan.、Um, so I think briefly、uh, touching on the UK market, which we also think is, is a very good market. Look, I think the UK, like many Western uh, markets, uh, it is going through its volatile uh, uh, stage.、Uh, recession is on the cards, but I think、uh, the UK is a core major market. We've seen when there is volatility,、um, there is value to pick up in the UK. Particularly, core real estate assets in、uh, in the UK, and as a firm, very much invested in student housing.、Um, we know that over the last ten, fifteen years, where there has been volatile markets,、uh, a market like the UK in sectors like UK higher education, it's proven to be resilient.、Uh, 
uh, in these times. Um, so 2022 was very much about UK and, and Japan uh, for us as, as uh, really robust markets. Right. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, Peter, I want to pose this question to you. We saw November consumer prices in Tokyo rising at the fastest annual pace in four decades. And what this means is that global investors, they are now short selling Japanese bonds. They are reviving bets that the Bank of Japan will need to tweak its ultra easy monetary policy, which means higher borrowing costs on the horizon. Would that affect your investment decisions in Japan over the medium long term then? Yeah, that's a very good question, uh, Tian-Tian, a, a very complicated question, which, of course, um, are issues not necessarily limited to, to the Bank of um, uh, Bank of Japan uh, or obviously Japan monetary policy, uh, the US Federal Reserve, uh, local uh, inflationary pressures. And, and of course, as you mentioned, um, uh, pressures uh, in the Bank of Japan in terms of kind of interest rates. But I think if the fundamental question uh, is is ultimately is investing in Japan uh, a low interest rates an important factor uh, the the short answer absolutely uh, I think uh, Japan is one market where uh, there's a reason why that's a safe haven uh, in what we're seeing now a lot of the attractiveness of coming into Japan is it's it's historical low interest rates which um, is still very much as we sit here today. Um, readily available um, for, for, for ourselves. We're investing in, in multifamily housing, for example. But I think uh, although that is important and although that's a major driver to, to looking into Japan, uh, I think there are two or three other key factors when we look at uh, whether we continue to invest in Japan in the medium and longer term. The most important, I, I think, is the fundamental factor of why you are into Japan. Uh, as I said earlier, for us, it's about uh, um, investing in working uh, population residential housing for the masses in urban cities. Um, of course, the currency is a significant play, and we all know the currency and interest rates all are, all are interlinked. Uh, we are at historical currency lows in, 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 in the yen. Uh, and I think, um, you know, again, uh, you know, I'm not an economist, but we know that the major uh, driver to that low yen is, is, is very much the uh, US Federal Reserve policy. And, and we're investing here for the medium longer term. Uh, so I guess, you know, certainly for many of our investors, there's a school of thought that there is value in, uh, in the yen and the medium longer term should, uh, should have some pickup. Um, so I, I think uh, it's an important factor, but I think the very reason why you're going into Japan and what you're looking for in your investment portfolio is critical uh, to deciding Japan. And looking ahead into 2023, uh, Peter, what are some of the fundamental drivers that will make a market attractive to you and which markets are you eyeing for now? Yeah, so so 2022, uh, of course, we're coming out of, as I said, the pandemic, the uh, the, the major risks of uh, interest rates and inflationary pressures are still there. Uh, of course, as we close out the, uh, the year in December, um, you know, there, there is a bit of an understanding that uh, 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 the, 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 the breaks might be uh, uh, being used slightly in terms of the interest rates elements. Uh, I think for many investors, it's, it's a watch and see and watch and wait approach for, uh, for Q1. So I think the major risks of 2023 is still interest rates and inflationary pressures. Uh, but I think, you know, for us, 2023 is an exciting uh, kind of year forward. Um, many, many investors that uh, really have to observe the market will uh, watch and wait a little bit. Um, you know, over the last quarter, as we've started to see things perhaps be slightly uh, on the improvement, uh, and, and as people still continue to wait, um, we're still actively trading in, in Japan and the UK. 
um, there are typically micro drivers that uh, push you to investing um, uh, in a particular country market, in a particular location, in a particular opportunity, um, and that's relevant for, for, for real estate. Um, so I think the risks are still there, but it is about trying to find the right opportunities, working with the right partners, and your ability to execute in those overseas markets um, for a business like ours is very key. Um, if I may follow up, I just want to find out. You mentioned about micro drivers. What are the drivers that you are looking at in a particular market? And beyond Japan and the UK, which are the other markets that you think will be up and coming uh, in 2023? Uh, we like the US uh, as a market as well, and that's a market that we're uh, that we're active. Um, look, I think uh, the UK is a market where where I, I mentioned earlier. For 2023, I think there is an opportunity for a value pickup. The UK is fundamentally strong, whether you view financial services, London as key. Uh, I think brand United Kingdom is still very, very strong. Uh, if you think of the, the, the major industries, the, um, whether it's pharmaceutical, whether it's entertainment, um, uh, whether it's automobile, uh, brand UK is still very, very strong. And I think in this momentary phase where uh, the UK and Britain is going through a bit of challenge, there's certainly uh, a bit of value pickup. I think in certain markets where we like in the UK, uh, for example, the UK higher education, which we're invested in, in the last 15 years where we've invested in that sector, we've gone through the financial crisis, the pandemic, Brexit, current turbulent uh, uh, interest rate uh, challenges. We've seen those assets to be very, very attractive. So I think uh, the UK, where you can look for solid fundamentals, it's still there. Uh, the US um, is a market where we like as well. And of course, the US policies is, 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 is very much driving much of the um, watch and wait uh, for a lot of investors. Um, in US multifamily housing, where we're invested in, uh, that's a market that over the last year has definitely uh, seen price reductions where there's a bit of value. And, and, and that's where we think there, there's an opportunity to, to find some value in the US as well as uh, as we get a bit of visibility where the interest rates are, are hitting. Right. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we're now speaking to Peter Yang, CEO and co-founder at Q Investment Partners. Peter, I'd like to get your take on this. Uh, investors and ultra high net worth individuals, they seem to have turned to private markets to sort of shield themselves from wild swings in public markets for quite a while. But that being said, I was looking at this uh, Reuters article and it says, investors have been trying to pull their money out of several private REITs, including the uh, 125 billion US dollars unlisted Blackstone REIT. Any explanation as to why investors are pulling out and how concerned are you? Yeah, so so I think the trend of, of uh, investors moving into the private markets, I think that's a trend to continue in the medium term. I think what I would say is that the private markets and certainly the real estate market that we're in, which uh, is a function of the private market, naturally real estate is a medium and long-term investment. Uh, there, there are fundamental drivers that uh, underpin the underlying uh, investment strategy of a piece of real estate. Um, now, uh, the, the reference you speak of in terms of the, the, the Blackstone uh, private REIT, uh, and obviously uh, a REIT in its very nature is uh, liquid, uh, um, uh, its ability uh, to redeem and invest uh, at any point in time uh, lends itself to market volatility. And that doesn't necessarily reconcile with the value proposition of a private market asset like real estate. Real estate fundamentally is a medium longer term where you um, asset enhance a particular strategy, you drive operational excellence and drive income and bottom line. These things are medium term and long term. 
um, what you're seeing is the volatility and the public markets um, aspects driving into these assets. But fundamentally, uh, private markets are, 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 are solid. And uh, well, uh, Peter, looking ahead into 2023, what are some of the risk factors that you will watch for in the real estate uh, sector? And also, how do you view the competition for real estate assets by PE firms then? Yeah, so 2023, as I said, I think interest rates and uh, and the overall global uh, environment, people are, are watching and, and, and waiting uh, before they invest. I think 2023 is, is a year where um, a lot of investors have waited for a while uh, to, to see the market over 2022. So it's definitely uh, competition will uh, will pick up um, in in a market, uh, in a segment like real estate where, um, you know, we as a firm, uh, we're focused with typically uh, asset enhancement strategy development. Um, so the market sentiment is, of course, very, very important. But I think the competition typically uh, uh, lies in um, your ability to find opportunities, your ability to work with local partners to uh, source and deliver value in those particular assets, and, and of course, your ability to execute. Mm. And any future plans or any recent investments for QIP that you think listeners should know of before we let you go, Peter? Um, you know, Japan, UK, and the US are our fundamental markets. Um, you know, as we uh, close out the year, you know, hopefully there's a couple of weeks to go where we're uh, closing on a couple of investments. We're purchasing in the UK student housing sector. In Q1 of, of next year, uh, Japan will, will continue to be a, a big investment uh, market where we will look to invest in the T cities in, in Japan. But I think uh, a new thesis that we're pursuing uh, where we see significant value are the secondary urban cities in, in Japan. Uh, where we see significant more value and uh, institutional capital have yet uh, moved into those markets. Mm. All right. Thanks very much, Peter. That was Peter Young, CEO and co-founder at Q Investment Partners. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation and risk tolerance.